Welcome to another episode of the After Bedtime Podcast brought to you by the Black American Dad Foundation. Now, if you haven't been here, this is how it works. We travel the country getting into the hearts and into the minds of dads and talking with them about why it's important to dream. We share some stories and talk about how it is being dad and being a dreamer at the same time. The stories are incredible. The message is inspiring and hopefully you enjoy them as much as we do. Now, without further ado, here's the episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the After Bedtime Podcast, brought to you by the Black American Dad Foundation. I'm here with one of our seasoned veteran dads, uh, a guy that I have grown to admire each and every time I see him do something, uh, Mark Morrison. Mark, what's up to the man? Say what's up to the people. What's up, guys? How you guys doing out there? Jeremy, thanks again for having me on, brother. Of course, uh, brother. Definitely appreciate it, man. Yo, so, I mean, let's, I mean, you guys know he's been in here before. This is an actor. Uh, he's came out here to pursue his dream from Ohio. Uh, but there's a little bit more now that he's kind of tapping into as well. Uh, so without further ado, like, man, just tell us, like, how's everything been going? What's, what, uh, what I like to do also is, uh, while you're telling us how we're going, uh, tell us about at least one or two things that like have been a success story for you since the last time we talked to you. Of course, of course. So yeah, guys, um, it's great to be back with you guys. Um, Mr. Um, things have been going great in my life. Of course, you know, there's ups and downs, just like this, every, like, just like it's in everyone's life, ups and downs, roller coaster, right. whatever. But, um, it, it's a part of the journey. It's a part of the story. It's a part of the process and or in order to reach success. So uh, that's what's that's what's great about it, you know. At least for me and and, and my journey, um, yeah. So you know, right now, uh, just like Jeremy said, guys, I'm still you know knocking out that acting world. I'm still involved in a lot of sets, commercials, and just trying to keep my hand out there, networking with the right people. Um, I just uh, one big um, thing that's happened for me since I, since I spoke with you guys last is I became SAG. So, you know, now I'm here for SAG. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So my boy is a that, union actor, y'all. Union for sure. actor. For sure. So, you know, that's just been a blessing. Um, I've been saying this whole year before this year even approached that this will be the year I, you know, I I, I turn SAG. Um, I was wanting to do this back in March. However, you know, some things happened in my life where, you know, I just wasn't able to, you know, pursue SAG at that moment. Um, within the last month, last two months, I've worked on a couple of projects as a stand-in. And uh, from there, I just got tapped heartily. And it's just been a blessing since, you know, the Lord always has something, an ace up his sleeve, you know. So it's just been, it's been a great thing. So, you know, that I, I, that's just has been Something that I, a goal of mine this year was to become SAG, and I can I could check it off the goal board now, you know. So yeah, that, that's been great. Um, I've been tapping in with my health, my wealth. Like Jeremy said, I have been tapping in with the health. Um, I've been considering vegan options. I have been eating um, a lot more vegan meals actually. Um, my girlfriend actually is vegan, so uh, and. A lot of the times we, you know, when we eat together together for dinner, it has, it has to be that vegan option, of course, because 
she's vegan. So that's helped me in the long run as well. I've definitely felt the difference. I've seen a difference in my body as well, being that I'm not 100% vegan, but, you know, it, it steps, you know, you just yeah. go cold turkey on anything. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm still working on my steps. I'm still working on my steps as vegan. I'm still at the beginning, but, For sure. you know, I'm, taking, I'm dipping my toe in it. Exactly. My, I'm dipping my toe in the water. I'm definitely still in the beginning, guys. Don't get me wrong. If you see me out, don't think I'm a vegan. I'm not 100% vegan. No. <laughs> uh, I, I'm working my way to get there, though, and eat a lot more cleaner. Um, I definitely have taken a lot of red meats out of my diet. Um, I, I do eat a lot more chicken, a lot more carbs, a lot more protein, a lot more fruits, a lot more vegetables, and I'm drinking minimum a half gallon of water a day so i'm just being just health conscious on what i'm putting in my body um just like i you know same with the outside of my body you know i've been working out every single day and i'm in the gym as a personal trainer so i'm there at least minimum of four hours a day whether i'm there for an hour for myself an hour with a client i'm find my way i find myself i'm there three to five hours every single day so it's been great um, working on that health, improving my health. I feel like, you know, I'm still I'm in I'm still in line with what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, especially as an actor, I have to have, you know, this body. You know, my you know the outside um, is pretty much a selling point. You know, the, what the face looks like, what the body looks like. You know, and then of course, you know, you want to be healthy inside. You don't want to be short breath or stamina. You never know what role you could play. You know, you never know what what, right. what they may send right. your way. So, you know, as for me, um, I'm manifesting. I don't even know this would be a movie. I'm just going to put this out there. <laughs> but I'm manifesting the Mike Dick movie. So if they do a Mike Dick documentary or film, I want to play Let's Mike go. Dick. And I get a lot of people telling me I look like Dick. And so I, I, I want that to get out there. You know, I want to play Mike Dick. So I got to have the right body. Bro. Um, I also want to start dedicating workers on my left hand a lot more because Mike Vick was left-handed. <laughs> so um, it's definitely, it's it, it just simple things like that that just keeping me grounded. You know, it's like I, I'm out here to be an actor. I need to be healthy. I need to have this this, this look, this image that the not only the world might want to see, um, but like that casting wants to see. You know, casting's like, hey, I, I, I need this look. Boom, this is my guy. This is the person who fits the look. So... And that's what I've been focusing on, you know, as of lately, not just, you know, audition, 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 which, of course, that's my lifestyle, my auditioning and just just as much. But I, I realize I have to put other things, you know, with these auditions. I have to have this body. I have to have confidence to myself in order to, you know, even book anything. So it all starts with, you know, how you look and how you feel. And that's going to help you carry that confidence into the room, into any self-tape, or in, and just in any daily life or anything you're going through in your daily life. So that confidence, which I spoke yeah, about man. that before. Yeah, you did. You got to have the confidence. And that's something that, that you've always had with you from the, the very first time that I met you with this. And it sounds like everything is going great. Everything is going good. You're moving in the right direction. Yeah. You're busy. You're literally doing this podcast, y'all, in the car. He's literally on the go. <laughs> had this pull over to be able to get, yeah. get this going, to be able to have this conversation. And that hustle never stops. And that's something that sure. uh, Mark has always been a very hard worker. And I'm, I'm so, Mark, 
Your son is eight. My son eight, yep. is eight. Uh, yep. We are we are stepping into third grade, right? Is your boy going into third yep. grade? Third grade. Take yes, us a little sir, bit yep. through. Like, what are some of the things that you're learning about uh, your son? How you're balancing also being dad, and then for your sure. son being in Ohio. What that's like. Take us through it yeah. for the dads that don't know. Oh man! So shout out to my son Maxton. I love you. Um, but yeah. Um, he is going to the third grade. Like Jeremy said, he's eight years old. And what's, what's great about this is this is a time in his life. He's always going to remember. Okay. Um, I remember when I was seven, eight years old, everything, I, I could remember specific things from seven on, you know, if it was just mm -hmm. maybe my birthday party that I had, I had a pool party when I was seven. like, there's certain things that you remember from your, you know, from these ages on. So once again, you know, not being in his life physically, on a daily basis, I still things I'm trying to install in him or just pretty much, you know, get him to see from, you know, him being in Ohio, me being in L.A., um, just trying to still play that role, trying to still let him, like, get that, that same feeling as if I was there, if, if I was in that physical form. And because I want him to remember these things. I want him, you know, dad might not be around physically, but he is still giving me this type of advice. He is still helping me feel a certain type of way as I grow up, as I get to meet and know more people, which is the next thing I'm going to talk about. Um, and I just want him, like, as I'm giving him this advice, I want him to know, like, this is coming from dad. I can actually feel it. I feel the love. I know that my dad cares for me. And of course, he's a kid, so he might not see it like that yet. But as he grows and gets more older and mature, he's going to realize like, wow, yeah, my dad was actually helping me along the way, you know, and he, he you know, he's not there physically, but I could still, I still got his presence, you know, mm. and I, I still knew what he meant. So that's what I'm really trying to do with that time I don't have with him physically. I will be with him next month, which I really can't wait to see him, but um, I'll be with him next month. I was with him earlier this year and um, it's just always a blessing to just you know, have someone to look up to and someone you can help, you know, get through life and they trust you and they trust you. So, and, and that's the thing. Um, I want to make sure he still knows, like, like I said, I'm father and he still could come to me for anything that he may need or any way he may feel, you know, he could talk to me. And that's the relationship that we do have. Yeah. Now, with that said, him being eight years old and him, you know, going to the third, third grade, now he has all these friends so he he's too busy for dad sometimes I'm, talking, um, I'm trying to talk to him he's too busy i'm at landon's house i'm at such and such house we're doing this i'm just like well, when can i talk to you, said, well, I'm you when i get home I'm like oh you got you you're, you're a cool kid now it's summertime you're not in school you got all this extra time to hang out you're meeting people at camp he's he goes to a camp every day so I remember those days, like I was meeting friends at the camp and I was asking mom, dad, can I go over such and such house after camp? And I just, I'm just glad he's enjoying his, his time as, you know, this, this, this eight year old and before third grade starts. And, you know, I'm just, I'm happy he has friends and, you know, he can go over, you know, these, these kids' houses and have a great time, you know? Uh, even though I might feel like I, I got put on the back burner, I'm happy that he's happy and enjoying his life and having fun and you know he got someone he can call a friend so i just love that for him i i could not agree with you more man it's an interesting stage with eight-year-olds and 
we are very similar in regards to we don't get to physically always be with our boys as much as we would love to be. And it requires us to be a little bit more resourceful with our parenting mm -hmm. and yeah. uh, how we approach it. But, you know, it's, I've, been I've been talking to a dad earlier about this was in a similar situation to us. And uh, uh, my son lives in Arizona, everybody, in case you don't know, uh, I don't live with my son, uh, similar to Mark. Uh, all the time. I get them in the summer times and, and different holidays and things of that nature. Uh, but it taught me that I had to, uh, as Mark was articulating, you have to do more, you have to find different ways to be an impact. You have to find different ways exactly. to, uh, to, to, to be in that role. Has that ever been something that has been difficult for you to accept to, I know for me, and as I, like I said, I was talking to a dad earlier, at times it is tough not being able mm -hmm. to always physically see your kids, right? You have the full trajectory, you have the route. Mark, you're a hard worker, so you know you know where you're going. You're like, this is what I'm doing, this is my goal, this is what I'm knocking out. But when you're in the trenches and you're actually feeling it on the day in and day out, right? sometimes that 30,000 foot landscape look that you had already laid out, it can get lost at times. And I wonder like, right. how do you, if you do feel that, how do you pull yourself back in? Cause I, I mean, I can tell you that that's happened to me over the course of my time being in LA away from my son that just like nothing matters, man. I just want to see my boy. I just want to spend time with him. I hate, you know, being away from him. And then you have to find a way to pull back. What do you do to like pull yourself back? Of course. Um, that's a great question. Um, I, and that, that comes over me, you know, quite a bit as times I'm just reflecting like that's those times I'm reflecting I'm thinking like man like obviously we know why we're here we're here to follow a dream we're here to pursue our dream and we're actually here we're in the battlefields we know why we're here but there's times where we really sit there at least for myself I sit there and I'm like why am I here you know it might be times I'm like I might not be receiving auditions like I want or I might not be working as much as I want or I seem like I'm not having as much finances in the bank like I, I should have or like those things are the now why am I here you know and when I could be with my son watching him grow up every day being with him physically you know doing this and doing that in his life uh, you know maybe coaching him uh, or you know uh, it's different things that of course crossed my mind maybe I could have been a soccer coach basketball coach whatever like because he's doing these things now he's eight years old like I said seven eight years old you're playing sports now you're on a team you know, I'm like, damn, I need to be there, not only rooting him more, I need to be there telling him, you know, have that same confidence. Like, you're the man. You need to go demand the ball. Go get the ball. At least touch the ball, you know, whatever. And I I, I always think, like, man, I need, I need to be doing that. Why? Like, and, yeah, of, of course I do that, but it's different being there physically doing that where he can see it day to day on your face or maybe you even taking them to the garage. Like, okay, we're going to dribble. We're going to dribble, 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 switch hands, dribble, dribble, dribble. It's different than me being on the phone with them saying, all right, you need to go to the garage, son. Have your mom take you to the garage or you go to the garage and dribble the basketball that I got you. Dribble, dribble, dribble. It's different. The only thing I could really say that brings me back to saying, no, listen, I'm here for a dream. I've, 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 I've uh, conquered so much since I've been here. I've conquered so much trying to get here. There's no turning back now. If I turn back now, I turn into another statistic uh, of not, you know, not making it and wasting my time. Like, no, that's not an option. What really homes me back in and sells me down is knowing that I did come out here for my son. I came out mm. here to 
you know, get, get, you know, become an actor, receive certain finances that everyday people are not receiving so I could give my son a different life. You know, I grew up as a, you know, well off, but, and I grew up, I love my lifestyle as a child, you know, um, I had a great childhood and my parents were well off, honestly. However, I want to do what my parents did and times two. How can I do that? How can I times two everything that my parents did for me? Yeah, I was doing it. Anything and everything I wanted with my parents, vacations, Florida trips, whatever my parents, you know, it was, it wasn't, we didn't struggle really. And I want us to have my son to go through the same thing. I want him to, him to know that we don't have to struggle, you know, there, and there's, there's no, there's, we're not, we're not struggling and he can live the life he wants. He could be the, the person he wants to be, um, growing up. And I could still do certain things that my parents were able to do for me. Plus, and how can yeah. I do that? Find something that's good for me. Something I know that I'm good at. Something that I love to do on a daily basis, which is, like I said, entertain people. Put a smile on someone's face, whether they're a kid or whether they're you and I age or whether they're yeah. an old person or in a nursery home. They could turn on their TV, see me on some sitcom or on, on some type of movie and I put a smile on their face. Well, you know, no matter what it be, that's what's helped them. How and then I figure, how can I touch that many people? Because I, people's lives that I came into, I, I seem to rub them in the right way. I, I leave a good effect. You know, nine times out of ten, I'm not going to say I'm a perfect person and everyone likes me, but nine times out of ten, um, I get along with pretty much everyone. And you know, um, I'm like, how can I leave my imprint on the world? And that's through the TV. The TV connects with everyone. And that's why I chose acting. Um, I feel like I can leave my imprint on the world and also create a lifestyle for myself and for my family um, that the everyday person is not creating for their, you know, everyday life and their everyday family. So that's yeah. pretty much where it homes me back in. Just thinking of the life I could give my son when I hit success, when they call my name. Yeah. It's that moment. It's that moment when everything changes for you and it makes it all worth it. You're exactly right. With like, exactly. I think that's what everybody is chasing, right? When they pursue their dreams, it's it's not always going to be pretty. And that's something that dads hopefully can understand, right? Is like, it's, right. you know, when you say, I want to, whatever it is that comes after that, it's not going to be there tomorrow. You're not right. going to land that, you know, it could be months, it could be years from now, it could be decades from now. Yeah. And it's not going to always be pretty. So you have to find ways to maintain that consistency. And I agree with you. Yeah, I'm a visual person and, and, and visual, visualizing the life that you want, visualizing you on the day, on set, in that moment yep. means to me, not me actually being able to participate in what I love or working opposite of somebody that I admire. It's, I know my son is taken care of because I got to Absolutely. this point and Absolutely. that's, it's always motivated. And I completely understand what you mean by like, you're motivated by you're doing this for your son. And it, right. it shows twofold. I think that like, you know, one of the things I highlight, my son realizes things about my work ethic, about my drive, about my exactly. compassion from me working on acting, whether I'm, doing an audition he's sitting next to me and I'm breaking down like the scenes right. and the sides of it. And I'm talking about the character and I'm explaining to him, this is how the character is. And, 
And if he sees the empathy that I can have when I'm trying to relate to somebody that's different than myself or the work ethic of it, of actually just doing that work, you know, I could see right. him now wanting to be like, well, let me go get my math book and let me start doing some math work because you're working and I'm not working. So I need to work, right? There's yeah. so many things that just from you being you, right? children will take away from you. And I, I you know, I, I love the idea of you leaning more into who you are and being grateful for the childhood that you had as, 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 and as that, having that as, I want to double that. I want to expand on that. And the only way you can is if you create your own path. You can't do that right. duplicating what your parents did because then that means you're yielding the same result. You have to be able exactly. to find a way to do something different. And you're doing that. And I think that that's exactly. something that hopefully you enjoy and you love and that dads can also see like, hey, you're seeing what Mark's doing. Now you can do the same thing, but it's going to take you to step out of yourself, to step out of that comfort zone, to do things that are, that are difficult and that are challenging. So, uh, I mean, good job by you, man. It sounds like everything is, is, has been going great. Uh, so you were doing improv. Is that something also yeah. that you are still a part of? Is that something that of you course. are still pushing? And then, of course, I want to talk about the personal training, too. Of course, of course. Well, I also wanted to say before we move on to the improv yeah. topic. Of they, they, you know, they say that seven years of hard work, you know, turns into overnight success. So, you know, that's another thing we have to look at it as like, like you say, it might not come overnight. It might not be next month. It might not be in two years. Shoot. It might not even be in seven years. But what they're saying yeah. is if you if you put that time in, you know, they even say 10,000 hours, I think, to perfect your yeah. craft. You put that time in, you know, it may take 10 years, five years you're going to it's going to be over the 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 love the results that you're going to get from an overnight calling or over it's going to change your life overnight, overnight. and that's what it is worth that's what and that's what's worth that's why this is so worth it for sure yeah but um yeah man yeah. to lead into that Powerful, segment yeah. i um i definitely say that Oh, oh yes, I'm still doing that improv, and I love improv. We um, since I talked with you guys last, which actually was like last year around this time, which is yeah, it was. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, I was looking at like I actually we actually met this around this same time like last a year, year ago, like exactly. It was like yeah, it was like a year ago. Yeah, yeah. So which is crazy. Um, yes, improv is still doing this thing, and it's it's going through the roof right now. Um, we perform, we perform a lot of shows. Now, I don't even think we were performing last year. We might've, I know last year we were still practicing out of a house. Now we have our own theater guys. We practice at the loft. I know you guys might not know what that is, but we practice at the loft and we have our own stage that we get to play on every Tuesday and we don't have to go to anyone's house anymore. So it, it, that's really cool. That's just a blessing in itself. With that said, we do get to perform four to five times out the month uh, we have our own venue um at, where we perform at the black house or the loft where we practice and that's when we get to run the venue we get to run the setup it's pretty much the, a tribe called melanin show and we get two hours to play with you guys you know play with the audience and deliver some laughs um other than that we do perform um at pasadena comedy time to time which is obviously in pasadena we get 20 minutes to play it's a great time we usually go up there and do some some long form or some short form improv and then um we also perform at fourth wall which is in hollywood so we've, we've been kind of all over la now uh, performing and getting our name out there 
Uh, we also starting a new little segment side of the improv called Cutting Up, which is pretty much like a wild and out type thing where we challenge other improv groups and then we just do different like funny games with them. Um, so that's that's really been fun. Um, that's a little different niche where we, we've been, um, you know, checking out. We've only had one performance with the cutting up, um, with the cutting up crew. But we are, we definitely have an. I think we have another performance coming up at the end of August with the cutting up. But nonetheless, we are definitely making our name for ourselves in LA. Um, it's, it's called a tribe called Melanin. We are all black improv, where we deliver jokes and we deliver real life situations and we just try to have fun with it um uh, we're really proud of ourselves we have a lot of members we have i think we have seven big number for our improv team but it's nothing but love we all are doing big things uh, we all are actors in our own way writers or some type of way we we, uh, we branched out into a, um, a writing room so like a lot of our people in the improv uh on the improv team we're in the writing room together as well so we write like, like little small web series or little small shorts that we put together and we pretty much act in them act in them as well so it's been real fun man we're just still trying to hone in hone in on the craft and act as much as possible and, and anybody and anyone and even myself we have any butterflies we're just trying to get them out as much as possible i even up i even opened up myself more and you know done some stand-up um done some stand-up work where um there you know you I've, people people always told me i you know they they recommend it for me and i kind of just didn't know where, where to go with that i didn't know if i really had it in me and i did one little segment for i think five minutes and i really had people laughing so i my confidence definitely i i had some jokes written down too so my confidence uh definitely kind of went up a lot more once i i saw the reaction to the crowd so it it helps us get out of our our comfort shell it brings us out into doing things that we might not be used to doing or things that we might have thought about doing but we're just too scared or chicken to try it so i, I love the improv group it's definitely helping me with my acting and it just feels like a a great acting class it helps me with my my um on the spot yeah so would you say that that for dads that are talking about getting into acting because i'm not an improv um i do some scene study stuff and like just be able to polish the craft but like improv i see is so valuable because it's active listening and for those dads that are trying to be actors yeah uh what would you tell them is a real benefit to be like you know if somebody is like hey i want to be an actor but I don't know how and like there's this improv stuff like can you tell people a little bit about the differences between like improv versus like acting for like television or film yeah of course now, improv is more geared to theater which is um but even myself I, I took a little theater in high school but once i got to improv I, I i forgot and didn't even realize how much improv is like theater acting versus more like i, I even took an acting class which is more um like like scene ready, like you were talking about, or uh, audition readiness. I do a little uh, acting classes for for those, and it's a lot different from improv. So, improv, like like Jeremy said, it's more of active listening um, and just making sure you're paying attention of your of your surroundings and really just honing in on your your partner 
and what's going on in that scene and what's going on in that moment because there's a lot of things there's, there's a lot of rules to improv that a lot of people don't know even myself i had to get better at this i had to learn different things um that makes the acting the improv world come to life one of those things is you don't want to ask questions uh, that's a lot different from any tv or movie that you see because of course there's a lot of questions in tv and movie um but when you're doing an improv when you're with your scene partner you don't want to ask them a lot of questions which because it could hurt the scene um also you want to like you said listen but you don't want to um you always you don't want to say no you don't want to deny any information that's given in the scene so you want to kind of hit them with yes yes and is what we always say yes and whatever so you don't want to really deny any information that maybe don't um, get thrown to you because when you do once again it makes that scene that much harder so once again this active listening if you're listening to what your scene partner is saying and if you know the basic rules of not denying information and not following up or leading with any questions then you're pretty much good to go but um you want to stay on your toes because like i said it's just like uh, jeremy and i was saying it's a little different from your everyday tv and film um classes it's a little different from you know like i said this is more games and you can do long form as well which is long form is just you know just being in the scene with your partner and seeing how a scene is really made that's what i would say about the improv world yeah yeah and it's definitely like a there's no one way to polish or to learn about acting but improv is is a is a great way to hone that craft and to get really and there's been yeah it's a great tool that you'd be able to utilize in so many different ways and you guys are hilarious i've been to a couple of you guys' shows and it is absolute fun from beginning to end and you've done a great job with it and it's just seemed like it's grown so much with it uh what do you think is like the next step for you what's the next thing that that what's keeping you up at night in regards to acting like just encompassing all encompassing of it what are you staring at the ceiling at night and you're thinking about when it comes to acting um so everyone has their time i'm just i'm sitting here while i'm just I know there's a role out there for me. I know my name is getting mentioned in the right rooms, of course. Um, I'm auditioning weekly. I have an audition I need to be doing within the next couple of days, actually. Um, and, that, and that's just how the, the acting world is. I mean, just like you, Jeremy, I'm sure we've been tackling auditions weekly. And yeah. maybe you get a call back, maybe you don't. Maybe you get pinned, maybe you don't. And then, you know, that's that's been times where that's happened to me. But um, I really haven't secured a role I feel like that I've been really proud of. Like I said, I had some nice roles and I was in some nice commercials last year. But there's some, yeah, of course, there's some other things out there I want, like, I want to be, um, not really, I, yeah, well, I'll was, I was say acting in, you know. Um, I'm auditioning for great stuff. Um, I have some, my, my agents are really sending me great work. Uh, I just haven't landed anything. And I, I keep, you know, of course, I'm looking at the ceiling, like, what am, what am I doing wrong? Sure. Uh, or yeah. is, is there something I'm doing wrong? Um, and it's probably not, you know, I mean, of course, you know, there's things that could always sharpen up in auditions or sub tapes. But, you know, these casting directors, they're looking, they know what they're looking for. You know, they look, they know what they're looking for and they know what they want to hear. So 
you know, it, it doesn't even have to be me doing something wrong. It just might not have been me fitting that role or fitting that scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. But nonetheless, um, I'm here for it. Like I said, it's still part of the journey. It's still part of my story. Um, these auditions. And um, my next step right now really is just to, um, of course, I want to be in a TV show um, and or a movie right now. Um, as a as a principal or supporting role, but uh, right now I've been focusing a lot on commercials as well. Um, the commercial game is is fun. Um, I I worked a lot in commercials last year as well. It's great financially, um, and I could get some reels out of it depending on you know what the commercial could be for. So. That's what I'm looking for right now. Like last year, I shot a lot of shorts. Um, I was in a web series, and I got a, some 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 reels out of those. But I personally feel like, and nothing's wrong with my reels, but I personally want to step my reels up um, so I could have them on these, these these acting sites, you know, and where they could be like more competing for me, you know. I've heard good things about them, but I still there uh, there's still certain things I want to improve on. I believe I have great head shots, but I'm like, nah, I, need, I need more now. I need some different ones. I kind of have a different look now. So it's just different things like I want to focus on right now going forward. And it's all, um, um, you know, just to help me get to that next step in that acting world. No, yeah, it, it's, a, it's an ongoing system of changes that you have to always yeah. have, like, it's always getting better, always getting better, always looking at what you have, your material, your your profile, your portfolio, and always improving right. it. Uh, yeah. How do you think that that measures, and this will be like the last question before we get out of here, because I know you, you got to go. Plus, I also want to be for you to be able to plug the personal training because the man is in a ridiculous sure. shape, y'all. Ridiculous shape. For sure. Um, Thank you, brother. How has aspect of it the constant polishing the constant reflection how has that impacted you as a dad um it's kept me on my toes as a father uh, a lot of this stuff it, 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 that we're going through it actually is like it relates to life i'll say so um i really don't have my mom and dad you know, homing down, like, you know, just zeroing down on me like they used to as, as parents. Of course, I'm an adult. I'm, I'm 31 years old. So pretty much I make my own choices, my own decisions. I don't really have my parents really telling me do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. Of course, they give me advice, but it's not do this, do that. Uh, on the other hand, I have an agent and a manager, <laughs> and I know they, I, they work for me. But they are more down my back like that. They're like, you need to be doing this. You need to be doing that. You need to be doing this. If you want to be, you know, be getting, continue getting submitted. If you want to compete with these other actors. If you want to be, if you want to get that principle. Mark, you cut out there. Um, oh, I cut out. Yeah, you cut out. Uh, can you go back to what you were talking about? Um, hold on a second, it's still breaking. Uh, when you were yeah. you were saying like your your agents and your managers are the ones that are on top of you, and they were you were saying like they like if you want to get these roles, if you want to get these things. Yeah. Yeah. So my agent and managers, they're the one like 
now they're saying, hey, you need to be doing this. You need to be doing that if you want to compete with these other these other actors. If you want to continue being submitted for these great projects, you need to make sure you're on top of this, you're on top of that. And I relate that to real life, actually, as, as well, because um, that at one point in time, that's how my parents were on me. Like, hey, if you want to go to college, if you want to play on the basketball team, if you want to do this with your life, you want to do that, you have to do this. You have to do that. And it was it, I kind of thought about it like that, like, wow, they're really like these are my agents and managers just talking to me like how a parent would talk to me. And I, even me being a parent now, I think, wow, that's actually how I kind of work with my son. Like, hey, if you want to have all A's, you tell me you want to have all A's. Guess what you got to do, son? You got to go home, do your homework, you know, study a little bit longer than what you might before you pick up that tablet and start watching TV, before you start, you know, playing the game on your tablet. Because you, you told me you want this. You told me you want that. This is this is what it takes to get those things, yeah. you know. And once again, like like I said on the uh, last time I worked with you, Jeremy, uh, some of my favorite people that I looked up to: Denzel, Kobe Bryant, Nipsey Hussle, you know, J. Cole. They always said, you know, they they kept going, you know, they put in a hundred percent plus another ten percent with everything, you know. They all talked about how even Eric Thompson. That's one of the, another one of my guys, you know. They get up you know, 4 or 5 a.m. to start their day. They again, a head start, you know, in front of everyone. So I kind of want to, I, I I don't live like that 100%. I don't get up at 5 a.m. and start my day like that. But I do agree with, I'm, I'm up by 7.15, 7.30, my alarm goes off. I'm starting my day, I'm at the gym by 8 o'clock. I'm training by 8.30. So, you know, I am, I'm, I'm working on getting my life, getting every, all that time I could get to better, to to level up, to gain as much knowledge as I can and feed that same knowledge into my son. So it's also better me. My agents and managers staying on me like that has showed me that, wow, at one point in time, this is how my parents were on me. And that is exactly the same way. That's the same way I'm on my son as well. Just, you know, so we can see success. So we can see perfection. We, they, My parents want to see me succeed just like, my agent and manager want me to see me to see. Now they might want to see it for a different reason, but <laughs> they still right. want me to succeed. You know what I'm saying? They still of want course. me to succeed. And just like I want to see my son get to that next level and continue to grow and continue to see him succeed, I'm going to continue to tell him, well, this is what you have to do, son. This is how you have to act. This is how you have to carry yourself as a young man to get, to get to that next level. Man, you're you're speaking real truth, and like so much of what I, you know, I took away from you is what you realized is that guidance is necessary for anyone right. that doesn't understand where they're going yet, and yeah, that, that's it. And that's something that I take away as well is especially with the distance because it's an extra element of a challenge. Is like I have to be very resourceful in the way. Uh, I'm guiding my son. And that could be the way I carry myself. That could be the way I communicate with him. That could be uh, the external things that I'm doing that he doesn't know about, like, you know, communicating with his teachers and what I'm talking with them about or communicating with the people that are surrounding him and getting a a better look. You have to find a way to be resourceful uh, in that aspect. But so much of it is so vital. And what you see is, is it's guidance, 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 guidance. Yep. guidance. And guidance. that's what kind of carries you through life. 
in so many ways, whether it's a manager, whether it's in the professional world or it's in your family, it's guidance. Guidance is an absolute necessity uh, when you want to be able to better the life of yourself and then also in turn better the life of those that you are giving guidance to. Um, it's a it's a give and a take and it definitely takes a focus and a drive and an ambition and a love um, for what you're giving guidance for and for what you're doing so i mean it sounds like you you you, a year has been a great year for you that there hasn't been an obstacle that has slowed you down too much you're still doing great things um why don't you take this time shout yourself out take it let people know where they can find you if they want to train with you if they want to get yeah. you in a movie if they want to get you in a tv show if they want to reach for out sure. to a tribe called melanin everything for sure guys so um yeah you could follow me guys instagram uh mark dot mo mo 90 um that's where i am on instagram i promote all my personal training stuff on there uh you can also find me on tiktok at mark mo 24 I also promote my training stuff on there as well because uh, that TikTok's a new trend, of course. Uh, but I'm, I'm more active on the Instagram, guys. A tribe called Melanin, you can follow, follow us on Instagram as well. We also host workshops. So if you guys are actors out there, if you guys do live in L.A., if you guys are wondering how to get started with improv, um, we do host workshops where you guys can come in-person heart workshops. You can meet the team. Can hang out with the tribe you can take some workshop you can take some classes and just continue to network with the right people and, and like-minded people and um yeah guys the the personal training has been awesome like i used to be a trainer at la fitness for four years like i said so i pretty much just picked up with that again um i'll say about maybe probably about last year i really started thinking about like starting back working out and start back training again and it's just been within these last six months that I actually started getting clients again. Um, my, uh, I'm like I said, I'm feeling really good. I'm putting the right things in there in my body. So it's just been a great overall year. It's been a, a year of learning and developing uh, myself. Um, yeah, man, um, I definitely. Would love to work with you guys. If you guys do need some training, reach out to me. I do um, write a nutrition plan as well. If you guys are looking for any type of nutritional help, I'm all around, guys. I have some information. So just if you guys need some work or want some work or want to have some fun or some improv, just hit me up, guys. (laughs) Yeah, boy, that's right. All right, well, thank y'all so much for listening to another episode of the After Bedtime Podcast. We did round two with Mark Morrison. Mark, thank you so much for being an amazing father, an amazing leader, uh, a great artist, and a hard worker. You inspire me every single day, man. And I mean that sincerely. And I can't wait to watch you win and get you you into that role for that moment for not only you, but for your son as well. So uh, thank you so much, man. Have a good day. All right, y'all, y'all have a good night. Thank you again for listening to the After Bedtime Podcast. We out. Thank you for listening to another episode of the After Bedtime Podcast brought to you by the Black American Dad Foundation. Hopefully you enjoyed the stories of a father daring to dream. Now, if you do have somebody that's in mind that you think could fit our show or you have some questions about the Black American Dad Foundation, you want to learn more, you want to donate to the Black American Dad Foundation, email us at blackamericandad at gmail.com, subject line it after bedtime, and then go into a little bit about what you want to know. 
All right, guys. Well, thank you so much again and have a good night.